This next production is in association with a Paul prediction. A Paul prediction. No scoring on this one, but I have just leaned towards the 49ers. I think you're right. I think you made the right decision. I don't find it as hard as you personally. Um, I don't. I'm just not that. I'm not sold on the Cardinals this year. People love them. Like people think, oh, Hopkins joins, arguably one of the better quarterbacks in the league. But for me, they haven't got a relationship that I've seen so far. I, um, I don't trust their defense in the slightest. We've got the Super Bowl runners up against them, who haven't really lost much. They've lost the wide receiver, but if you're going to lose in one position, I'd take it being a wide receiver. Um, they're just going to outrun them, and I think they're going to manage the clock well. I, I, I can't see them getting out third gear. I think they'll win it easy. Fourth and five from the 16th. Garoppolo. Batted away. Byron Murphy swatted it from Trent Taylor. And the Arizona Cardinals are 33 seconds away from a season opening win. Hi everyone, welcome back to Outside the Huddle. Uh, this is episode four and we're just going to have a recap of some predictions that we put out for the first round of fixtures. Um, and I've, once again, I'm joined by Paul and James. How are we doing, gents? Good, how are you guys? Ciao, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> All good, thank you. It's been a long time. Yeah, good to be back. Um Let's dive straight into our week one predictions. James, I'm going to let you um, have your little moment because in terms of outside the huddle, you took the the glory on that one. Yeah, it was pretty shallow. I mean, <clears throat> you know, I performed average. Got four, got four correct, two wrong. Um, as for you boys, well, you know, someone's got to come second. Yeah, to be honest, I'm annoyed because obviously the Bucks won. I think deep down I knew the Saints would win, but obviously Paul convinced me. Um, <laughs> and the 49ers, I mean, let's face it, I don't think many people went for the Cardinals, even though why shouldn't you? But you know, so really I've got 100. percent So if that's the right boys, I'm going to check it at six and zero. Who was there? But yeah, you two went for the Broncos, and I was never believing that. <sighs> yeah, that it was a tight game. There was nothing in it, was there really? Yeah, yeah. Quite the uh, display of kicking as well, wasn't it? Yeah. Makes a change, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you took that one. And um, do you want to offer a quick recap on what we set up with the with the other guys? Yep. So we, as we mentioned last time, um, we set up a, the Great British Pod Off, <laughs> um, where six of us all take part. And we did say we wouldn't mention it if we didn't do well. But as it's week one, we'll bring it up. Um, so yes, in third place is is us. We've got three corrects and three wrong. The ones being wrong, me being overruled by the whole Broncos means that we got three wrong. Obviously, if we went with me, we'd have got four and two. But so we went three and three. Um, the five yard rush and the five yard college went for the same predictions. Apparently, they didn't even know they was in it together. If you believe that, <laughs> so they went four and two. Um, and Dynasty Island also went four and two, and they are. Oh, and the Shank Club as well. So they're all tied for second, hence why we're third. Um, and then the Sioux House Sport are absolutely smashing it. 
either they're very fluky or they're going to run away with this already. And they went five and one. And in fact, the 49ers is the only thing they went wrong. So it's them, they need to chase them down. Yeah, not a good look for us, and, gents. <laughs> can someone pick my pants up, please? <laughs> so that has boxed off week one. We've got some catching up to do. Uh, we're going to have a run through our six games for week two. Uh, so we can go through our predictions and then we will see which ones we want to put forward for that pod off as well. Um, kick things off with Panthers at the books, shall we, gents? Yeah. Uh, let me go first because it's going to be totally wrong. Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say anything else. Curtis Samuel's going to score well, but we're going to still edge it somehow. I I I'm, don't think this needs much um, debate. I think the Bucks will win it. Yeah, yeah. Consensus. We won books. Wow, <laughs> that's refreshing. That is. <sighs> you two are going to have to. You may have to drag me along and influence me with the second one. Um, Rams at the Eagles. I know where I'm going. Ooh. It's actually tough. Um, I think the smart choice is just to go for the Rams. Um, they beat the Cowboys and the Eagles lost to Washington. So that adds to a Rams win. Um, but it's one of them. It's, again, you go back to the fact that it was week one and can, how much can you take from it? But um, I also want to see the Rams win. So I'll go for a Rams win. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the line for the Eagles was a bit of an issue anyway. <clears throat> but um, I just, yeah, I don't really believe in them overly. I did, but they kind of look like last year, but worse. And that's I didn't think it was even possible. Um, and the Rams really impressed me. So, yeah, I'm going with the Rams. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, is there a couple of... I was thinking, is there a couple of little factors to... I mean, how much of an anomaly was that week one for the Eagles? I don't know. Um, is... Their star running back going to be back. Still actually don't know the answer to that, possibly. Um, fans in the ground as well. I think I heard that they've got fans there, which they can be a bit of a factor as well. It works both ways when you're playing bad, though. Yeah, yeah true. <laughs> I mean, all of those are unanswered questions. So, yeah, yeah I'm, uh, I am going... I did lean Rams in the end, but uh, it'll be inter- it certainly will be interesting to see how the Eagles come back. I, can, I mean, it's one of those. You can see the Eagles winning this it's not like it's impossible like you say it's week one if they do a lot of the things they did in the first half then they might be alright but I think the wheels kind of came off and they've had a couple of injuries again so yeah I'm definitely more leaning towards the Rams yeah you just you, you worry Donald uh, Donald yeah um, quack, quack. yeah I, I got I got <laughs> yeah. Um, but that line that line is poor um, as we saw last week and Wentz seems to hold on to the ball a bit too long for me. Um, it's, it was an issue, and I thought maybe he, it was a case of him trying to make plays, which he is, but you're at an age now where you haven't got that sort of, oh, you're a young QB. Mm. It's gonna learn. It seems to be a bad habit he's got. Yeah. And when your, line isn't perfect, when your line isn't perfect, they need all the help they can get. Yeah. You need yeah. to be moving that ball faster, and maybe that'll be something they work on this week and they'll come out flying. Let's not forget. They didn't have their number one running back, so that that should help free things up. But I haven't seen all of the Rams highlights, but I'm, I've been told by a lot of people they're impressive. So 
I don't think you can go anywhere else. Yeah, I'm totally agree. Next game, uh, saw the Rams put one over the Cowboys. The Cowboys are back in action, hosting the Falcons. Who do we fancy? Going with my premises about Dak Prescott against poor defences, I reckon he has a day. I reckon he'll put loads up. And I think the Falcons will put loads up on the Cowboys, so it's, it's really difficult. Um, I'm going to go to Cowboys, and it really hurts me to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it, it hurts me more, um, <laughs> but I'm sticking with it as well. Um, I was low on the Falcons throughout the off-season. I don't think they're very good. Um, they will put up points, but as we saw week one, it went exactly as I thought it would. They're just not very good at stopping teams from scoring. Um, so how, I, what, I can't remember the final scoreline, but they put up 20 points again, um, which is good. You take that most weeks, but they were never in a position to win the game. Eight, I think, didn't they? Yeah. It's it's just a case of the Cowboys should put up too many points. Um yeah. but I wouldn't mind seeing them lose. <laughs> yeah, I've got Cowboys. Uh, they need to respond, don't they? Um have had a couple of injury blows, to be fair. Uh, yeah. it's like yeah. Blake Darwin's down for the season and uh lost a defensive player's name escapes me now. Um, but yeah, I, I'm backing them. I've got to back them to respond because I tipped them to do quite well this year. So no choice. <laughs> I must admit, this is a hard one for me though because the thing is, I I can see the Falcons putting up 40 points on the Cowboys. I really can, and obviously, and obviously the Cowboys could do the same. But I was leaning towards the Falcons. But when you actually looked at the game against Seattle, it looks a bit better than it did. They put up 25 points, but I think they put up 13 points on their last two drives in garbage time. Um, and it just makes everything seem so much better, doesn't it? But if you take that away, if it was a tight game, that wouldn't have happened. I just, I don't know. I wasn't that impressed with him. I know he threw four hundred fifty yards in that Ryan, but it's just, you know, in the matter, he put about hundred fifty yards up in the last few drives. Like it's garbage time. So yeah, I think when it comes to it, it'll be a high scoring game. But I think probably thirty twenty seven something like that to the Cowboys. It's gonna be a tight one though. Yeah, tight in the terms of the scoreline, but nothing else. I'd say I think it's going to be a pretty open game in general. Um, pretty poor game, I'd suggest. Lots of turnovers and... Just big plays where it was just yeah, bad defence. Yeah. Yeah. Fun for highlights, but not, not, not anything special. No. Let's, let's be kind and let's be reasonable on the next one. Um, Vikings go to the Colts. Has anyone got a coin? Yeah, I, 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 I have no idea. Um, I'm really high on the Colts' defence, but now I don't know. <laughs> trying to find an angle, but I was disappointed with both. Um, I, pff, I'm going to go for the Colts, um, just because I think they performed better in defeat than the Vikings against the worst opposition, though. So it's like everything, every single thing you say has got a counter in this game. Um, I'm going for the Colts because I think Taylor is just going to hit it off. I thought it would be this week, but um, maybe it's next week. I think he's going to have an absolute game and wake everyone up to the fact that he's as good as Edward Taylor. So I'm sorry, Andy. (laughs) (laughs) James, I'm going to put you in a really tough position um, in terms of the... uh, 
the wider vote with the other guys because I'm going second, which means you have to cast the deciding vote on that one. Um, I, I, of course, I'm biased, so I'm going with the Vikings. Um, <clears throat> we need to bounce back, um, but in order to do so, we need other players to do something. I mean, it's like everybody knows Cook and Phelan are the, are the, are the offense, but um, you know we saw nothing of Irv Smith at all. Um, Jefferson got a couple of couple of throws to him, but it needs a lot more from um, several players. But yeah, I think <clears throat> I think it'd be a good game, really close, but still fancies. <clears throat> I don't. Re- Thanks for that, Andy. That's, that's really good. You haven't learned your lesson, have you? Uh, yeah, and I never I've, will. <laughs> that's fair enough. No, I've, I've actually written down the Vikings. But I am more thinking about this. It's really difficult because if you end up giving Philip Rivers all day to throw the ball, I mean, I don't think he's got the arm and everything as much as he used to, but you'll find his simple 10, 15 yards. He'll do what basically Aaron Rodgers did to you in the sense that he'll take possession away from you. I don't know. I'm going to go with Vikings because that's who I want to win. <laughs> I <do believe> in... <laughs> reaction there. The reaction from Paul. I wish people could see it. Okay, so that Aaron Rodgers is a better quarterback than Philip Rivers, but the the Colts have a better receiving core than the Packers, in my opinion. Um, there's more options there. They've got they haven't got as good a wide receiver one, but they have got Pittman, who looks a good like a good rookie. Hilton's class, he's probably passed it, but he's still class. Doyle's good. They've got. Hines and Taylor, who are both very good in the air, I think if you can't put the pressure on them, they've got too many too many guys, one of them will be open. I think you're both wrong. And <laughs> I mean, but that is the way this works. We, there's three of us for a reason. Um, so fair play. I hope I'm wrong, but I'll be very surprised. It doesn't feel right. I have to say, it doesn't feel right. The Vikings, for me, were a lot worse than I expected. I thought you'd struggle, but I didn't think it'd be quite that level. But I do think you will bounce back a lot more than the Colts. I think the Colts were very unlucky. They was a much better team against the Jags. I know, I'm sorry, Jags fans. But you guys were, you guys were fine, but yeah, you never have won that game. It was the many, like, those are the reasons why they lost last week. But I do think, I can't, once again, it comes down to Rivers. I can see this going a bit, a bit high scoring. And I can see you guys getting ahead, three points ahead going into the last couple of minutes. Rivers trying to lead some drive and then him just throwing in pick six. I just don't trust him when it comes to the moment. And if you guys are in it, I think you will win. But it's just whether you're 30 points behind before that happens. <laughs> but I, I believe in the Vikings far too much for them to go 0-2 and, and probably lose to a Philip Rivers Colts personally. I think that's why I'm going with the Vikings. But, yeah, this is 50-50. Let's see, let's see. Um, next on the agenda, Giants at the Bears. Um, I, you know, we talked last time about the Giants' week one performance, and I don't know, Paul, you weren't very optimistic about this one either, or, or, or many of your games. Um, Who called know. the Lions to lose to the Bears, by the way? Anyone remember that? Was it you? I mean, you. I said I don't trust the Lions. I I, I think you. I still think you've got it wrong. <laughs> that, that's the way, the, way, the way that game was. The the Lions won that game in my eyes. They were. They were ahead for 
95% of that game, I'd say. Um, I think it was, and they were three scores clear for most of it. It was, um, yeah, it's a strange one. It won the Super Bowl, because I'm pretty sure the Chiefs were 95% of the way behind most of that game. <laughs> no, it's a fair shout. It's a total no, fair shout, because yeah. they were behind. And if Swift had caught the ball, they still, well, the Bears would have still lost. So, I, um, <laughs> But no, you're right. The the Bears have that one and a record. Um and I do think it might be two and oh. Uh it's a I have so many positives to take from the game, but I can't take away the negatives which were so clear. Um we can't we can't run the ball if we're gonna block like that. Um and they the, the Bears are another team that are one one of them bad matchups for us in that they've got a good defense. Um, they're not great on offense, so our defense might stand a chance. But I'd say our defense is worse than their offense is bad. If that makes sense, um, our floor is bigger than theirs. So it comes back to down to the whole pressurizing Trubisky in it. Trubisky's not great, but if you don't pressurize him, he'll find people. Even he will be able to, mm-hmm. you know, what I mean, he'll exposure. And if you've got people. That's the problem. He'll find people that have got yards of space because that's the way we do things. <laughs> Social distancing, yeah. I'd, I'd like to be optimistic, but I would really be interested to hear if either of you go for the Giants as to why, because I can't see it. My main reason would just be to make you happy, Bob. <laughs> well, um, I mean, honestly, I... I'm going to do it to James again, but I think I might be, you know, just because I'm not, I'm, I think most people are still to be convinced that Mitch can yeah. do that um, two weeks running. But, and Saquon is, Bears have got a good D, but he can't possibly face a battle like he did last night. Um, uh, I'm just going to be awkward, and I've, all my picks have been dead safe for the first two weeks so far. I'm just going to go with the Giants. You've gone the Vikings twice. How is that dead safe? <laughs> no, that's biased. That's different. <laughs> what I would say is, although I've gone for the Bears, let's not pretend that they're as good as the Steelers. Um, we have a far better chance than we did last week. So I, I, I could have gone for the Giants. It's just... I think if you ask me in two days' time, I will be going for the Giants, but the loss was just yesterday when we were recording this. So um, it's a bit too... I, I can't get away from the, the poor play I saw. So uh, I'm, I'm avoiding it for now, but look out for me on Twitter on Friday <laughs> when I'm claiming that we're going to win by 30 because it's going to happen. <laughs> Oh, you've given away our secret as well. What do you mean the result was yesterday? You mean it was three days ago, didn't you? Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just, I'm just left it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, do you know what, though? I must admit, normally the Bears are good at shutting down running games, aren't they? But Adrian Peterson put up 93 yards on 14 carries. So, I mean, if he can do that, surely Barkley can do a lot better. Yeah, you're convincing me, guys. You're convincing me. <laughs> <sighs> the only thing is, Mitch Brisky's best ever game was against the Bucks, which isn't surprising. And that was when we couldn't rush the passer and we had shit. Well, I mean, a really bad secondary. <laughs> and I can't help but feel like you're in a very similar boat. And he's the type of probably put up four touchdowns against you. And 
I don't really think I, I really like Jones, but I think against someone like the Bears, even Matt Stafford had his moments where he struggled. I'm going to go with the Bears just because once again defense wins games. So I don't think I think it'll be very tight though. I do think you have a very good chance of winning that. Just um, touching on Jones again, um, I think he looked great. I don't. I have to say, like as like I said, there are so many negatives there, but I think. The offense is there um, if we can get the line sorted. So if if the communication errors aren't there, and if the if the Bears defense don't bring it to us as well as the Steelers do, we I could be sitting here sitting here saying, can't believe I didn't vote for the Giants. But um, yeah, I think I'm going to stick to being pessimistic for now and be pleasantly surprised. It's just easier than being optimistic and then being disappointed. So. <laughs> It's a fair place to be, mate. Exactly. Expect nothing. Okie doke. One last game, prediction-wise, and really interesting one, I think, this one. Pats at the Seahawks. Go on, James. I won't make you go last. (laughs) Thank you. Um, There's only one winner for me. I'm still low on the Pats. I don't get... I know Cam had a great day, apparently. But is he going to keep doing that, or is he going to get injured? So, I, uh, I don't know. It's hard because you just know Bill Belichick is going to get the Pats defense to keep it tight somehow. But I just can't see past Russell Wilson and the Seahawks defense. Jamal Adams was awesome against the Falcons. I mean, that's that's a good offense to go up against, and he was everywhere. And if they're just if they're just good on defense, then Cam Newton isn't going to get away with just throwing a hundred and something yards and running five ten yards every play. It's not going to happen. So I'm going with the Seahawks. Um, I will go next if that's alright yeah yeah I, I agree um, I'd be a bit higher on Cam than you I think he was actually really good I loved more than the stats showed I loved the way the team seemed to work they they looked to be enjoying themselves they um, didn't really ever look like losing the game um, the Dolphins are great but they're not awful uh, he ran the ball well, which we always expect. He's just a lump, isn't he? Like, how are you meant to stop this guy when he's moving? It's crazy. Um, but on the other side, the Seahawks are probably in my top five teams this year. I love them. I think they're doing everything right. And the one thing that was a question mark for me was how big an impact is Adams going to make? And if it's anything like last week, they shouldn't have any problems. He he is that spark, isn't he? I, don't, I feel like the Seahawks defence seven, eight years ago was that team full of amazing players and no one wanted to come up against them. But I do think they lost that to an extent. They still have Bobby Bagno, who's amazing. But maybe Adams is the guy they need to sort of bring them back to that where teams fear coming up against them. He's nasty at the end of the day. He's in your face. Um... The lack of fans is obviously a bad thing for them, but I can see them going far this year. Yeah, yeah, no arguments. Hawks, um, too many weapons, I think. Um, it's funny, uh, the, the Pats, I have uh, one of my brothers, Pats fan, and cousins, a Pats fan, both pretty low on that performance despite the win. Um, I think the good word that was used to describe it was just workmanlike. Um, 
was a it was a dogged win, but yeah, I think Hawks just have too much too much fun. I, um, I would claim that that might be a bit of Pat's fans being spoilt uh, for too many years. That was a fine win. It's just that's how most teams win. Uh, it wasn't it wasn't a bad win. It's just that they are used to not getting out of first gear and breezing past teams. Let's not forget where they were before Cam was there. People mm. were talking about them tanking. Um, that seems to have disappeared. They've lost four of their top defensive players, I think, from opting out. It, at the end of the day, they're 1-0. There are a lot of teams who expect to be better than them that are 0-1. So I'd be careful to get too carried away with slagging that performance off as a pattern. As a counter, though. Miami were dreadful. Like, Fitzpatrick was Fitzpatrick. He, he was awful. I mean, he wasn't totally his fault because Devontae Parker went off injured and then no one was there for him. And he, like Fitzpatrick does, he was trying to force it. Um, and their running game didn't really do a lot either. And don't get me wrong, a lot of kudos has to go to the Pats defence. They're still, they're still going to be fairly good, aren't they? You know what I mean? Like, with the scheme and everything else. I, I still believe that they're a good defence, even though they have lost a lot of pieces. And I, I think Cam's going to win the games. Obviously, he just did. And I think he will offer that. I just, I think when they start coming against better teams, I think the way the Miami played, I think they're in the bottom three at the moment. And I'm, I don't think they will be by the end of the season, but they're not better than they were last year. They're worse. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's one game, so I'm not going to get on them too much, but I don't think yeah. the Patriots, like, they, they dominated the clock. Cam, they used him brilliantly, don't get me wrong, but I just felt like the Dolphins allowed that to happen. I just don't think the Seahawks do. And I think better teams will just make them have to work. And then you start getting Cam in that situation where he's got to be in the pocket a bit more, throw the ball, average. For me, I know I've, I've watched him and I don't like him a lot. Um, I want him to do well. I think it's a great storyline, but I can't knock him. You know, he, he did everything he was asked to do. But I just think any other team, that probably doesn't happen nine times out of ten. But it was good to see the Pats play like that, dig in deep and have to perform ugly, really, and win. It's It's hard this week, and I think give it one more week and everything becomes so much more clear. Mm. You have form lines and it's like, well, this team beat this team, but they lost to this team. So how good can that be? This week, we've only got one performance and we have no idea how good either team is. So it's going to be a lot more interesting next week once we've seen everyone play twice. And we'll work out which team's actually good. Maybe the Steelers are just the best team of all time. Well, we mm. haven't seen that the whole time, Paul. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I do, you know, it, it's funny to see it unfold. You kind of follow the, the the sensationalism on social media after after week one. I I just love taking it in. I've seen people, I mean, all the Vikings pages that I follow just went into absolute meltdown. People saying Zimmer needs to go, he's this, he's that, he's not a... He's not a top-level coach. Um, you know, one week, there's absolutely no reasoning with some people. It's just oh, a okay. lack of knowledge as well, because... The Vikings have had a massive change. And I know you guys have been good for quite a while now. I think it wouldn't shock me if you end up, you know, 8-8. Eight and eight. Like, it could potentially get like that. And it wouldn't be necessarily mean if you're not going to be there next year. It's just the COVID has mucked a lot of things up and you guys have gone young. You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy some of the stuff you read. Like, Winston should be over Brady. Oh, whatever. <laughs> you know? And to be fair, this, you lost 10... Well, we did call that you would lose by 10 to the Steelers. I just wanted to get that in there. Um... But that was a tight game. I mean, you like you say, you was one play away from going ahead, and that would have been a completely different scenario after that. 
yeah. at home behind against the Giants late in the game. That would have been like shit. <laughs> so, yeah, no, you're right. You're right. It's there's so many one play games. I mean, if if Swift caught that catch, would be sat here saying, "Does Trubisky lose the job?" Yeah. And now we're saying, "Can they beat the? They should be beating the Giants." It's it's so tough. Uh, we've got such a limited sort of data set for stuff. It's, we, we are still guessing. I know they were guessing every week for the remainder of the season because that's what it's all about. But, yeah, I'm looking forward to week two more than week one, I think, because it's more interesting to see how teams bounce back and is this team as good as they looked? So, fantasy-wise... Um, are we getting our team set? Are we are we confident again? Oh, haven't I haven't looked again. I'm still I'm still reveling in the glory. Uh, in case anybody missed it, I did put it out there. Seven out of nine wins. That's pretty impressive. That's mad. Absolutely <laughs> clueless. No idea how I burgled that. Um, but I'll make the most of it because it will not continue. Um, on the who was your biggest kind of we talked about the Seahawks there, um, and I've just got a big shout out for Carson. Um, for those who don't know, I ended up drafting 32 in a 32-man draft that Paul set up, and uh, Chris Carson was all that was left in the running backs by the time it got to me, and he put up mega points. In that, and pretty much won me that tie, a tie I should, never should have won. So, who have you kind of had a guy who's just sort of massively overperformed your expectations this week? Got plenty to underperform. <laughs> <laughs> I looked through my teams and I've got way more Michael Thomas shirt than I realised. I think I've only just realised it. <laughs> got four points. Um, there was a lot of. Big running backs that underperformed this week. Barkley, we've already spoken about, but Chubb, who's mm-hmm. a lot of people were already cold on, but I mean, the Browns put up six points, so that's one you could sort of chalk off. Mixon was bad. I think my best performer was Aaron Rodgers. I've got him a lot. I think he won me most of my games. Uh, put up quite a few points, if I can recall, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Quick, move on, James. <laughs> Well, I, I've got to echo Aaron Rodgers because I generally took him in quite a lot of my leagues as well. Sorry, mate. Um, I've got Chris Carson in quite a few as well because I was always quite high on him anyway, so I was surprised he was dropping, but he had injuries issues, didn't he? So mm. that's paid off dividends. Um, Jameson Crowder, I've got him in pretty much every league because yeah. I really like him, So and he went off for, at least for one quarter. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, I mean, outside that, it's all the obvious people. But Adrian Peterson, he's come through on a couple of them. Um, Peyton Barber I did actually have on my bench on a couple of them but um, trying to get rid of him if anyone wants to buy him uh, <laughs> just uh, send over anyone you like I don't mind but it was to be fair it was surprising the rookies obviously even if they didn't necessarily put up big like yards they was getting touchdowns like Zach Moss didn't have the biggest game but he got a touchdown you know Swift had a well until that moment he'd done alright you know they, they, they were surprising like I didn't expect any of the rookies to really perform and I think Andy might mention one but I uh, completely missed on but it was on my bench I don't know if you said you got a picture of that oh yeah um, for those who are using Sleeper they'll they'll know that they've been swamped today with the kind of weekly reports that get sent out 
Um, and I was scro- yeah. scrolling through, and um, myself and James are in a, a defensive player uh, league, which, I mean, I'll hold my hands up, know absolutely nothing about. Um, still won first game. Um, James managed to leave CJ Henderson on his bench, and he racked up 50.5 points. <laughs> and my total score for the week was 145 50 and I lost by 18 so yeah <laughs> big moment there yeah he's and in so I had, but I had two players that were actually ruled out on the game day and I didn't change it so that didn't help either true true um just quickly going back to what you're talking about with the effect of COVID um we'd put out earlier in the week for people to send in um any questions that might have had any takes uh, from week one and um, we've had a response from Phil uh, Phil Swain and he wanted to put this point across to us um, that his take from week one is that continuity is going to count for a lot in the first part of the season teams that have turned over their squads the least such as the Saints Packers and the Chiefs um, have locked up key pieces will have a distinct advantage over rivals uh, due to the lack of practice no pre-season Thank very fair point. Yeah. Kills yeah, yeah. a man of knowledge. <laughs> yeah, I mean I think it's pretty evident, wasn't it? I mean two of us got exposed by that, so Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I have one question for you guys. I don't know if you've got a question that I'm not this is actually an NFL one. Um okay. we've seen the rumours that that we're not sure how strong they are of Odell being shocked. Shopped around, the Browns are looking for Something. I'm not sure what they need. Quite a lot <laughs> by the looks of it. If you were Odell, where would you want to land? Because I don't think he's happy. I think he does want to leave, um, which doesn't surprise me because it's not going his way. But where would you want to go? Who's what's the what's the landing spot for you? The, the Giants. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know. Um. It seems like an obvious one because they get every player that's available. People go, I know where he's going. And we've seen the same with Robinson. Could he not look at the Patriots and think, I could go in there and be that receiver that they haven't got? They need it. <laughs> They've got yeah, the money from it as well. So. My, I have a, my shout would be the Dolphins. Um, not from a purely success point of view. I think the lifestyle suits him. Mm. I think he would love Miami. Uh, they don't, they they are lacking a strong solid wide receiver one. They've got a young quarterback. Two years time they could be a good team. If I was Odell, I'd be sitting there pretty happy if the Dolphins came in for me. Hmm. The thing is with stuff like this is quite last minute. Went before we did the podcast, and I didn't really get a chance to properly look at it. But like salary cap obviously comes into this. Oh, it does yeah. But without really looking into that. Mm. An obvious place which should be good would be the 49ers right now because they need it. And he can do a bit of everything and they need someone. <laughs> I mean, I think if they got him, that would help them out a lot. Um, another one, the Ravens. I mean, they've been you know, trying Antonio Brown. I, I know they've got, they, they don't need it in the sense that they can scheme people in. But they haven't, I don't know, if, if it came a bit to a tight situation, they don't really have... I'm not blown away by their receivers. I think they're good, but they're not brilliant. He would. I don't know what happens if he went there, but I don't think they've got the salary cap as far as I know. I also don't know if the Ravens want that wide receiver one. I think the. I, I think if they really did, 
they would have addressed it sooner. I think they're happy with having a bunch of good guys who fit their scheme. Um, they don't really want that big fish in um, in the outfield. Whether or not that's just them not finding the right guy, uh, we don't know. But yeah, I think 49ers makes perfect sense from a let's go and win a championship point of view. But I don't know what their salary cap situation is because I don't care enough about finances to <laughs> ever know. Um, but a purely sort of theoretical, yeah, I think Dolphins make sense because I just think OBJ, we all know what type of person he is. Um, it's his lifestyle, isn't it? Yeah, he, he likes the limelight. He likes being talked about. He likes, and uh, listen, uh, for a Giants fan, I don't hate the guy. Um, he was the only reason I liked NFL for a few years because we were so bad and he was a bright spark. But I, I wouldn't want him. If I'm a title contending team, I don't think I'd be looking to get him. I just think it's attention that you don't need. Um, it's controversy, like probably that without being harsh to him, he, he ends up being in the headlines for the wrong reason, if it's his fault or not. Um, so yeah, I don't think if I was the 49ers, I'd be too keen on it. Just for that reason, it's just, it, it's a lesser version of Antonio Brown with the whole, he's great, but do you want that in your dressing room, in your locker room? Um, yeah, I don't know. Well, it depends what we're talking about, him leaving in the dressing room. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, sat here for so long thinking there must be an easy yeah, job. I, I, was, I thought maybe we're better than this. If I had that one. Maybe we've come so far, we're not going to go there. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I'm, I'm that type of guy. No. But also, wasn't you trying to get rid of a jersey, Paul? Uh, an LSU one, yeah. Who's on the back? Uh, someone called Beckham Jr. Oh. Yeah. Probably trying to get rid of it, maybe. I've, I've never heard of him, um, but I heard he was a white college. Uh, I'm not necessarily trying to get rid of it, but if someone would like it more than me. I love the way you put that out there, yes. You're, basically, if someone wants to pay me silly money, you can have it. Um, if you put an offer out to me, is that what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> you run I, out to me. That is the case with anything I own. If you put out to me. Wow, that's bold. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've covered everything we wanted to NFL. Do people want a silly question? Yeah. We... That's the only reason anyone listens. <laughs> yeah. Well, it is. It's food related again. Um, and. This goes back to, I was listening a while ago, listening to Radio 2, because I am of that age. Um, and they were having a thrilling discussion about fish and chips, and what you should be having on there. Um, and the guy presenting it, I forget his name now. Um, Jeremy Vine? No, no. Amal Rajan, I think it was. Oh, who, right. Who is a food critic as well as many other things he said that he has mustard on his fish and chips and I thought is that a mad southern thing um, well <laughs> maybe not but um, so we're having this discussion at work quite recently and I work with um, a guy called Danny who you may well know he's in some of our leagues um, really good guy proper Yorkshireman as well Barnsley man and he, um, his topping of choice, you'll love this, James. Can you guess what it is? Uh, no, go on. 
I can't even guess. Gravy. Oh, okay. Sure, I guess. <laughs> so that's it. Another crazy um, food quirk. Does gravy belong as the topping of choice on your fish and chips? When you say gravy, mm. it's not like a curry sauce kind of equivalent, is it? No, no, just proper, proper gravy. Why are you even, like, entertaining the question, James? <laughs> well, I'll just... I'm dead with, when it comes to mustard, it's not a southern thing. That's the southern. We're not like you guys up north. You don't have to pile things on top of food. It just, you know. Um, but I don't know, like curry sauce. I thought if we were going down that route, you know, really thick gravy, it got a bit of a bit of spice. I don't know. But uh, for me, no. Uh, um, no gravy, no curry sauce, nothing. I actually don't even want ketchup on it. No. Give it to me how it is. If it's proper fish and chip chop chips, loads of salt, loads of vinegar. Loads of salt and vinegar, yeah. yeah. Nothing else. There you go. We agree on that, at least. Is that the first time? Yeah, probably the last. <laughs> Wait till these prediction results come in. You're catching yep. up to do, boys, aren't you? Yes. Come on, must do better this time. All right, gentlemen. Anyone else got anything? All good. No. no. Very good. Yeah, everybody who's taking part, get your pick six done. Get that yeah, in. Really. Get me more work to do. Yeah, <laughs> keep him busy. And we will speak to you on the next episode. Thanks very much, gents. Auf Wiedersehen.